Good afternoon, everyone. This is Tim Rogers and Brad Coulter from Concordus with our Concordus Career Cast. Today, we are going to combine resumes, do and don'ts, into one podcast called Resume Advice. How do you feel about that, Brad? <laughs> you like that? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, let's get started. What are some things that people can do on their resume? What are some some good things people do, or what are what are some advice you can tell them? They're putting yeah. their together their resume. What should I do? Yeah, I mean, I think the the first thing is just being you know cognizant of your audience. I mean, it, most of the most of the people nowadays that are either recruiting or are hiring managers, you know, they're looking at hundreds of resumes. So make your resume to the point and as easy to read as possible. Yeah, and I would say don't be you don't get um, stuck on having just one resume. I would say you can craft the resume if you've actually done the work. Look at the job description and craft your resume of where you've actually done the work and how you've done the work that matches with the job description. Yeah, I mean, for me, when I'm looking at a resume, I love bullet points. I love the very first section, like objective. Like, I think you can get rid of that altogether. Like that section to me should be skills, like bullet pointed, ideally. So right. I can just look right there and immediately see if the person has the skills. And then moving, you probably should have started at the top, but moving to the top, like the top to me, obviously your name, contact info, you know, don't, do not include physical address. Um, no. But up there, like to me, that's where I like to see like job titles. Like, so that's really easy. If I'm looking for, you know, XYZ and it says XYZ right at the top, I know right away that's partic- you know, potentially a match and then I can move down to the skills and see if there's a skills match. And at that point, you know, only if those match up am I gonna go down and look at and see, you know, what their experience was. Yeah, you don't have to go onto one page. Don't cheat yourself on your experience trying to get it on one page, but also don't be too wordy that it gets to three or four pages. Be direct, be distinct, and um, as Brad said, use you know you put a sentence and then just three or four bullet points for each job. Enough where someone's going to ask you for more information. You know you're kind of wetting the whistle a little bit, as they say. You want to lead them to asking you more questions about the work that you've done. So list your top three things that you did at the job, and then you can go into more detail. Um, references? Would you put that on the resumes? Um, not really. Um, I mean, it's just I think. If they really want references, they're going to ask for them. Yeah. Um, you know, and nowadays most companies are doing background checks, so you know references are going to get asked for and called at some point, anyways. I think it's just a waste of space for for most part. What about acronyms? You know, it's, you hear that a lot in yeah. technology. Would you use that or no? I guess I would say it depends, but in general, no. Because um, some people might not know what it is. Exactly. I mean, when, the only reason I'd say it depends is if you have a warm intro into you know a, a hiring manager at a company that you know for a fact uses those acronyms. Like maybe you're interviewing for a position at Microsoft and you've, you're using acronyms from Microsoft. Maybe then it makes sense, but in general, no. What about personal interests? Like if you're a poodle groomer or <laughs> you know, or something like you're 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 a club pole vaulter or something. Would you put that on there? Yeah, I'm gonna give you the same answer. I think it depends. In general, no. Right. But like, for instance, if you're applying for a job at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and one of the things you 
are passionate yeah. about aligns with you know some of their passion points, then yeah, I think it's relevant. But outside of that, I mean, not really. Yeah, I think another good tip is to don't confuse on what you want to do with what you actually have done. Yeah. So make sure you're putting the experience done with what you actually have done. Don't lie. Don't exaggerate. People will find that out. It's pretty easy to call a company and say, hey, did Bill do this? They say, no, he didn't do this. Well, and even if you get you know, through that, right. using that, I mean, eventually it, you're going to get right. burned doing that. Right. What about your social network accounts, your Twitters, your Facebooks, your link, your uh, Snapchat, whatever the case may be, Instagram? What do, you, do you go in and clean those up? Because people are going to, we look, people are going to look. I'm not, oh, yeah. I would hate to see them. We don't discriminate against anyone for what they do on their personal time because we are very realistic about what people do and how and how they should be spending their personal time. That's really up to them. It's their personal time. Um, yeah, but, and I mean, I know, obviously, we look at, at social media, and I know for a fact most of our clients look at social media. In fact, that's the first place they go. Um, so... My answer is I wouldn't put any of your social media accounts on a resume except for maybe LinkedIn, assuming that you have it all up to date and it aligns you know, really well with, with the resume you've presented. I mean, that's another issue that, that we've run into from time to time is a resume doesn't align with LinkedIn. And then it's like, OK, well, what's going on here? Um, but yeah, yeah, the social network side, you're going to make your you're going to make your accounts private and that would take. Care yeah. Of that. Like, I mean, even. You know, obviously, we most resumes we get do not have any social media on them. But you know, you can go and look on Facebook, and if people don't have their accounts locked down, you can you know get in there. Okay. Same Twitter, all those. How about we adjust your or move on to cover letters? What do you think about that? Um, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Um, I, again, I think it's just the volume of resumes that are coming through most places. It's just they're not going to get read. Yeah, I would think that you when you send an email or when you apply for the job, you can put in a sentence or two about why you're a good fit for the job. Maybe two to three bullet points on that. And also, if you if you're passively searching, get that out in front of people so they're not don't, they don't start sharing your resume without your permission. To say hey, I'm passively right. looking, please ask for my permission to send this resume to anybody else. Yeah. Um, that that. Can, um, can sometimes get people in trouble with their current employers. Um, rate information, salary requirements, should you put that in your little introductory email? No. 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 Just, I mean, more, just more information about why you're a good fit for the job? Yeah, I mean, I think you hit on it earlier. I mean, the resume is really to get them interested in you. And then, you know, you want them to ask, be asking questions. And, you know, that, that conversation should be down the road. Um, unless it's, you know, a contract role. You know, then I think you you don't want to obviously put it on your resume or LinkedIn or anything like that, but that conversation tends to come up um, sooner if it's a, a contract as opposed to you know, a full-time position. Okay, so to recap, get rid of the objective and put your job job former job titles and skill tech skills that you've used. Yeah, I like. I mean, for me, I like at the very top. We'll go from the top yeah, down here. Like very, in the header is like your name, contact information, and then you know job titles you've had or job titles you're applying for, because then it's. Right away, I see project manager, and you're applying for project. Okay, yeah, this person's, you know, a match. Now I'm going to go down, and ideally, I like to see the skills in the next section, just bullet pointed out. Mm -hmm. So then it's just a real quick. Okay, do they have the the requisite skills for this role? And then if all those are there, then I can dig down into okay the actual experience. And then if I have questions, you know, if I get to that point, the, I'm probably going to talk to the person. Yeah. So you know, then it's just going through their you know their experience and more than likely sending an email to try to set up a call. Yeah, just don't and uh, make sure that you're 
your experience that's on the resume is relevant to the job that you're going for. We spend, yeah. it's really frustrating for recruiters and for hiring managers to get resume after resume after resume that's not even close to a fit for the job. <laughs> and in actuality, it makes the candidate look worse because it just says, oh, you just threw your resume out there. You didn't even take a chance. You didn't even take a moment to look at the job description. So make sure you're, it'll put you in a much better light to actually apply for jobs you're a fit with. It sounds yeah. shocking to say that, but it happens a lot where you get resumes where people are not a fit for the job. Yeah, and I imagine part of that's just frustration right. with, I mean, a lot of candidate, you know, a lot of places you'll send your resume into and it's a black hole and you never hear anything. So right. I think consequently candidates are in, kind of end up doing the same thing on the other side, just doing these, you know, massive, you know, applying yeah. to jobs. Okay, and keep your references on a different sheet of paper. Don't put any personal interest stuff unless it's again relevant to the job on the bottom of the resume obviously put your education on there and um, mm -hmm. you know your latest and greatest education your degrees anything else you have any kind of um, professional certificates or things like that add that on there if they're yep. relevant to the job yep okay well if you guys have any questions on that let us know we're always happy to talk to people or you can give resume advice it's something we do a lot of um you can shoot us an email at info at concordus.net if you want to reach me directly i'm tim at concordus.net brad how would they reach you directly via email at brad at concordus that's b-r-a-d Thank you. Cordis.net. Yes. You can always give us a call too. Pick up the phone, 206 347 8511. Thanks for your time, Brad. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. And as always, this is brought to you by the Soundcasting Network.